Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path to recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Hey, good morning, Glenn. Hey, what's up, Mikey? Morning, hey, brother. How you doing? Hey, my mom's got a question. Yeah. My mom wants to know. Well, she is, she is our number one listener, yeah, right? So absolutely. This is another listener question? Yeah, another listener question. She wants to know uh, how we get, how are we making money on this podcast? We are not. So tell her to feed the coffee kitty, please. Okay. So we don't. Uh, well, that's why we don't have we don't have sponsorships, right? right? I mean, a lot. Of, I listen. I've started listening to other podcasts. Everybody's got a, you know. I mean, there's so many commercials and so you know, but I mean that doesn't mean we don't have production costs, right? Right. And right. you know, you and I are not making a dime from this. In fact, we are contributing to it. Um, but we have decided to not bring on sponsorships right. because we don't want to water down the message. We right. don't. You know, we. I mean, hey, you know. You know, there are there and well, there we do are, have a coffee kitty. Yeah, and there are a group of people who have uh, helped sponsor us, Amen. and they we really, really appreciate that. Yeah, they do it anonymously, and and uh, that's fantastic. Love I was going to use, you know, back in my drinking days, I was sponsored by Captain Morgan, but they um, they nixed my contract. I don't I don't I know, understand you why. You said that you you said that in in the parking lot session this morning, <laughs> and I always spit my coffee out. It was great. Oh, All right, man. Goodness. So, what's the listener question we're tackling today? Yeah, this is a really big one, and uh, so yeah, we get these questions at what's the what's the email again? Yeah, people have All questions. Right, Podcast mm-hmm. at sober dot coffee. Right. So, throw your questions out there. I, today's a kind of a. I, I thought my eyes bugged in the back of my head when I saw this one. It says, "How do you find your higher power, and can you describe them?" Whoa. Yeah. Right. Oh man, that is that is a big one. Um. You want me to kind of jump in with with my thoughts? Well, yeah, you know, right. and beca- only because you know, here's here's where it gets a little challenging for me, anyway. And this is why I want you to kind of jump in with your thoughts. You know, I've got a description of my own higher power that I'd love to share, I, but but the program calls me to be open to any kind of higher power. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. All right, so you know. First of all, this is a big topic to handle in one episode, but let's just uh, buckle down and, mm-hmm. and 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 dive in. So, and so I'm just going to rapid fire some 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 thoughts here. So, so first of all, you know I think the stats are 50 percent of folks that come into AA are agnostic or atheist, mm-hmm. right? And and I'm not even really sure what those words are, but you know I just know that it's really not believing in in a God, mm-hmm. right? So for me, when I came in, I heard God, I froze up. You know, my sphincter froze up because my vision of my God at that point in time wasn't working. Did you really just say your sphincters? I don't know how to spell it, but darn it, I said it. My goodness. Go. So, I'm sorry. So so what, what I learned early in the program is immediately I was being taught and I had to, I'm still grasped at this at times, but my higher power shouldn't be me. I need to stop being my higher power, and which was a major change for me because for my entire life, I felt I was God. I really did. And and people have said, "Hey, Glenn, everything you touch is turns to gold." And man, you know, and and so people helped me build that, you know, vision in my head. So I had to break that down. 
right? Mm-hmm. So, so to, to start with, immediately, and I'll tell you exactly where it happened, September 2014, I was on my council floor on a Friday afternoon. He became my God. His name's Matt. We're actually going to have a, him, him on a session. Um, he became my God. And I said to him, I said, dude, I will do whatever you tell me to do. It was almost like I, I you know, I, I surrendered. I mean, I surrendered to him. Mm-hmm. I said, I'll do whatever you tell me to do, right? Um, so, so early on, it's it's it was my counselor. It was uh, the group of AA and the people in AA became my higher power. My sponsor became my higher power. Um, you know, again, it just wasn't me anymore, right? Um, That's a great point. So, so. It, it, you you don't know who your God was at that point, but you knew it wasn't you. It wasn't me, and I knew it wasn't that dumb doorknob that people talk about. Right. And sorry for the people that really believe in a doorknob as their higher power. In my mind, you know, a doorknob has no power in it whatsoever. Right. I mean, it's very finite in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I've taken them apart. I know how they work. Very finite. There's no way I'm worshiping them. And, and they break. <laughs> totally. So, so, I mean, that's... so So I started with people in the room a higher power because they knew how to get through yesterday without having a drink right and that started to really work um so my my church example which is kind of my version of a lightning bolt right because i hear people going to rehab they kneel down by their bed they hit, hit by a lightning bolt and their life's perfect ever ever after i don't believe them but that's the story that, that they tell but I remember I came out of an eight-day detox, and now I'm in my first week of this this uh, four-month program, and I didn't really know it was going to be four months, but I, I, I surrendered. So I ended up going to a church not far from my rehab program, and I can't describe the mental pain that I was in. I was in physical pain, mental pain. I was sick. I, I wasn't sleeping for two weeks. I mean, I was a wreck. And I said, you know what? I think at this time I've got to figure out this God thing. And, and because AA talks about a higher power, you know, it talks about God 18 times in, you know, how it works. So I went to this church. So I go to this church. I sit down in the third pew. And it's a big church, 3,000 people, whatever. I sit down in the third pew. And for that one hour, I felt like a million bucks. I can't describe it. I felt like a million bucks. And I said to myself, I wonder if I stay for another hour if I'm going to continue to feel this great. So I did. I sat through the next service, same service, sat to the next service, continue to feel great. The minute I walked out in that parking lot, I, it was the head, it was total emotional pain again. And what that was for me, a brain marker for me, was that was where I'm supposed to be. And, and it was just say, you know, hey, Nothing else was figured out. Just, you know, this is where you're, this is part of your solution. So you didn't see God. You just felt God. I don't know. I'm not even sure if it was God I felt. Okay. All, I mean, now as I look back, yeah, I think that was a God shot saying, dude, you're right where you're supposed mm-hmm. to be. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I mean, it was like a miracle because I can't describe how painful my, my head and body were. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, now, so, so then I, you know, I decided, right, if, if you want to learn how to, to swim, mm-hmm. you're not going to sit in the stands and learn how to swim. You can't learn how to swim in a seminar, right? You got to get in the pool. So I took that and I started to build on that. And, and you know, I said, hey, I'm going to find all the spiritual pools that I can go into and learn. Because what I, what I knew I had to do was break the judgmental, 
man-made rules, religious crap that I grew up with. And I had to learn a new way, and it's easy for me to describe this because I'm looking back, mm-hmm. but, go, I, but I knew I had to learn a new God because the one that I grew up with it just didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. You know, because I didn't want to have a relationship with some guy that was judging everything I did, and I was going to get punished for everything I did, and I was going to get mocked. I, I just didn't want that, right? So I landed up finding this church where their, their mantra is, come as you are. And I really liked that because for years I thought it meant come as you are dressed, right? And I remember the church I grew up, we used to make fun of people that came in jeans, we used to call them backsliders. We used to call them heathens. We had all these fine spiritual terms for them. And um, so this church has come as you are. And, and what I've learned to realize is, hey, come as you are spiritually. You know, just come. You know, come jump in the pool. And, and, and that's what I did. I became a regular church attender, listened to all the sermons. And they're really cool sermons. It wasn't a sermon I listened to. I didn't come out with something I could work on that week. Um, you know, they... They openly talk about AA. They embrace AA within the church. From the from the head of the church, man, it's it's you know, hey, AA rocks, right? And and so that clicked with me too. That was sort of speaking to me too, right? So you know, I was a regular church attender. Um, you know, spiritual videos, you know, th- that I would listen to. Um, you know, I started leading a, a guy's high school group, and I I, I don't even like teenagers, right? Uh, but I started working with them, and, and I've learned so much from those kids, um, you know, about what it's like to live a new life. I, you know, really found my God's will message from another leader I went out to lunch with, you know. So I really spent, you know, a lot of time in the pool. You know, I, I went to a 10-week spiritual program where I, where I learned new stuff or new ways to look at God, you know, that really started to work for me. You know, then I started, you know, jumped into a men's group and now I'm leading a men's group of, you know, a bunch of guys that are all in the same pool, you know, all trying to learn and grow. Some of them are AA, some of them are not, right? And and working with others, you know, and exploring topics and just trying to figure this stuff out. But but I'm in the spiritual pool, right? So, you know, yes, you know, I think, you know, going back to how you tee things up, um, you know, I'm you know I'm tempted to tell the story about my God, sure, right? But um, well, because you want people to share that same internal peace that you have now. Yeah, well, I just know it works, right? right? So it's like trying to you know, if I fix my car, I want to tell people how I fix my car because I know it works. That's right. But but maybe that's just so. What 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 it really clicks is I'm working with guys, right? And we're working early sobriety, step two, step three, right? They're like Glenn. You know, you, you know, you shared about your God. I know you do a lot of spiritual stuff. I know you're really in the pool. You know, do I have to believe in your God? Right. That's the question. And I'm like, dude, absolutely not. That's right. You, you don't even need to believe in a God. You need to believe in a higher power. Right. I said, and it can be whatever higher power you want. And I there have, are, and there are plenty of options. There, are, there right. is nature. There is Buddhism. There is there are plenty of options. What I heard you say though. Forget forget about the the script. What I heard from you is a willingness. I heard enthusiasm. You were eager. So you know, there's a difference between sitting on that that uh, the the seat before, outside the pool. There's a willingness to go in the pool, but then there has to be an eagerness, and you got to jump in the pool and take that action. So willingness and your enthusiasm to expand and dive in to really 
look at what option is going to best work for you. But what I heard mostly is it was an internal connection that you made. And you defined your concept of a higher power, and then you made an internal connection with that higher power. Right. And, and you know, I often talk about this dial, my imaginary dial, and every time I do it, I put my hand up. I wish the listeners could see it. Put my hand up, and I work this imaginary dial. But I got faith on one side, mm-hmm. and I got fact on the other, mm-hmm. right? So when I started jumping in the spiritual pool, mm-hmm. right, and I'm going to stand on the side, and, you know, I want to put my little toe in, but I, I, I knew it was... I mean, there's no way you read how it works, and it mentions God 18 times. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of a priority, mm-hmm. right? That's kind of a key. As you understand him. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, all right, that dude I grew up with, man, just didn't work. Right. You know? And, um, you know, and, and in a prior episode, you know, I had experienced at church where this guy got baptized, and, and he was, you know, he was an Ozzy Osbourne-looking dude. In fact, he had an Ozzy shirt on, and, and they sat there and said, you know, the church that he was going to prior to the— to our church, my my church, you know, they said, "Hey, it's a good idea if you don't come around here anymore." Sure. And I'm right. like, "That's that's the church I grew up with." Right, right. You right. know, and 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 I'm our, my church I grew up with. So that just didn't work. Right. You know, so I'm, I'm glad I, I opened it up. But one of the things that that I want to finish off with, and, and this is going back to my my dial of faith to fact. Um, I launched. 100% faith. The only thing I knew is my feeling from going to that church that morning that I was in the right place. Mm-hmm. I knew nothing else. Every step I took after that, every time I jumped in the pool, every time I stayed in the pool when I didn't want to be in the pool, because a lot of it was the decision, um, that was faith, mm-hmm. right? And over time, I have seen fact, 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 where my faith has turned into facts. Love it. And there's a song that I was listening to on the way over. Um, and we, 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 we should drop it in. And, and it's by this, this guy named uh, Pat Barrett. Um, and the song is Into Faith I Go. And it just, it took me back to where I was early on jumping into the pool and trying all this stuff. I mean, I couldn't stand God. I didn't understand God. And yet I'm in here leading the high school guys about God. And all I did was read the content, you know? And I, I remember a guy, you know, I, I remember a guy, you know, in the program, Jack Z, he's like, hey, I prayed every single day and it took 18 months before it clicked. And I, I was around the 18 month and I would pray. I didn't know where my prayers were going. I didn't know if I was praying right. I've learned to, you know, pray since. And, you know, and, but I just did it. And then after a period of time, you know, that dial of faith to facts just kept notching to more facts. So here's a couple lines, you know, if I could just read them real quick from that song. Um, So this is, again, Pat Barrett, Into Faith I Go. Change is scary. Um, Stirring deep inside. Living in fear is a sad way to live. I'm jumping in. Yes, there's ups and downs. Yes, there's highs and lows. But into faith I go. And that's literally what I did, man. I said, you know what? I am going to just keep staying in this pool. And there's guys that have asked me, Glenn, how do you figure out this higher power stuff? My answer is jump in the pool. All right. 
Guys and gals, get your suits on. Hey, Glenn, this has been great. I mean, again, it doesn't need to be my God, no. your God. It doesn't need to be our higher powers, but it needs to be a higher power. That's right. Awesome, man. All right, brother. Thanks for joining us for today's Coffee Chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution. 